welcome to the Backstory Podcast. I'm your host, Kobe Cole. The Backstory Podcast takes you deep into the careers of some of hip-hop and pop culture's biggest names. I was blessed to have a very successful broadcasting career interviewing a variety of people, and I saved all of that content. But what makes this podcast different than most? Not only do you hear vintage audio from artists who are now household names, but you learn about their journey. For instance, what was Jay-Z like before Reasonable Doubt? You know, I'm originally from Brooklyn, you know? I started out this rap thing, me and my man Jazz. I did a couple of things with him on his album and things like that. But, you know, I ain't really pursue it like that. You know, I went away and got into other things. And then, uh, you know, a fellow by the name of Kane, you know, he was calling, trying to get in contact with me. And I came back and I did a little something on his album. So I, I, I first put out In My Lifetime on my own label. And me and my man Dame Dash, my partner, you know. All right, now before that, we can't forget about original flavor. Oh yeah, uh, <laughs> you my totally people's, they're my people's, right, right, my people's. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I met them through my current manager, Dame Dash. He also manages original flavor, and that's how that jam came about. So okay. anyway, I think you know, Yo, B, I'm in can I get play. open? You, you know, know it. it. What was a struggling artist named Nas like before his classic debut album, Illmatic? You know, we've been down for a while. I was trying, since from like 89, I was in the lab trying to come out. 16, that's when I think I was at my best, really. I think I feel like a vet now. Oh, really? Yeah. Live at the barbecue, that guy that said the Apollo of one Easter with um, Eric B and Rakim and Gangstar and um, we 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 caught wreck up there, you know? After that, I've been trying to shop shot my um i had some demos me and him did in his apartment a while back i was trying to shop them and everybody's fronting on me you know what i'm saying right now on my album which is not done and i need that done so i can get it out mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying it's the name of that is illmatic the interesting history of fat joe for flow joe I signed for like fifteen grand, fifteen thousand like dollars. Fifteen grand was my first record. That was your deal. signing. The that signing was my bonus? signing. Yeah. How much did you make off your first album? Like, oh, did you get a? Man. Did you get a Nothing, like? No way. No royalties. publishing. I never made a, a dollar off of royalties until I went independent. One of the greatest hip hop groups of all time, the Wu Tang Clan. Yo, check it out, Wu Tang Clan. I'm saying Wu Tang. I'm saying it's a sports style. It's like a sports style of kung fu or whatever. We, we, we use our ment- we use our you know saying our, our mental more than our feet. Our tongue is like a something. So we coming through, I'm saying just telling everybody to protect their neck. Everything is real with us, I'm saying everything is 100 percent real. The clan means family. The goal is a family, I'm saying we can't be divided, we uncomfortable. We come in, you challenge one, you challenge all. There's no more one-on-ones. So to all the other MCs out there, whoever feel they want to bring some moss towards the Wu-Tang clan. Or whatever whatsoever I'm saying, you gotta take us all on. Word. Question, you, you ain't gonna make it through one killer B because it's, it's mad deep with us. Right now we gotta protect your neck. You know what I'm saying? The Method Man out right now ringing bells. We gonna we gonna get to the album party around September. We got mad other projects going on. Dirty bastard. Method Man got you know some little projects. You know I'm saying we gonna kill him this shit. The notorious B.I.G. on the eve of his successful debut album. Um, my boy tried to get me on this um Source Magazine album. Mm-hmm. And um, Puff bumped into the guy that was organizing that and told me he was looking for a hardcore artist. And mm-hmm. he just put me on, and it was just on from there. Last summer, you had the soundtrack with Who's the Man, yeah. Party, and Bull. And now you're coming with your brand new album, which is called what? Ready to Die. Okay. Now tell everybody a little bit about where you're coming from. It's just basically a life story, you know what I'm saying? Just, I just laid everything that I experienced or witnessed, you know what I'm saying? 
in my days on the streets and just laid it on some on some wax, you know. Okay. Just keeping it hundred percent real. The first African American president, Barack Obama. I think that unless you shake up Washington, unless you get the special interest and the lobbyists out of the picture, then it's going to be very hard for us to deliver on health care reform. It's going to be hard to have a new energy policy that can start lowering gas prices. It's going to be hard to reorder our budget to make sure the college is affordable. I know Barack as a consistent man uh, with a great heart and a great deal of empathy. You know, he's the kind of guy that, in the midst of all this, hasn't missed a parent-teacher conference. You know, came home and went trick-or-treating with the kids, came home and made sure the kids had a Christmas tree. You know, if you want to see where where Barack's heart is, you look into the eyes of his girls. In addition, I also have current-day interviews with some of music's most interesting people, including my producer series featuring Jermaine Dupree. When TLC was my group before Criss Cross, mm-hmm. um, they was actually my group. I told Left Eye that they could sign to the face because I didn't actually feel like I had the means to put out both artists at the same time. Swiss Beats. I went to ASCAP one day and they was just like super excited to see me. He's like, oh, how does it feel to be rich? I'm like, I'm not rich. I took like four buses, two trains to get here. And, and she was like, um, you have a lot of money. I send you your checks. Right. I was like, then it hit me. I was like, those are real checks. Come to find out, like seven hundred fifty thousand. Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis. When Janet came to town, it was just her and a, a girlfriend of hers, and we just rode around, went to the lake, went to the club. You know, we just hung around. We never went to the studio, but we talked. And after about four or five days of that, she said, "When are we going to go to work?" And we said, "Oh, we're working." And we showed her the lyrics to what ended up becoming Control. And she looked at the lyrics and she said oh, my God, this is what we've been talking about. And we said, yeah. And she said, so wait, whatever we talk about, that's what we're going to write about? Yes. Did you see that guy at the club? It was, he was nasty. I don't, wanna, I don't like nasty. Right. Okay, great. Let's write it. Right, you know? right, right. And that was the kind of the revelatory moment for her. And the great Kenny Gamble from Gamble and Huff. I think Teddy could have been, uh, we were trying to, in fact, Sidney Poitier, I had met with Sidney Poitier to uh, start grooming him to do movies. Because Teddy was. He had presence, yeah. Oh, Teddy, yeah. yeah Teddy, Teddy was like, a, um, he was going to be like a black Elvis president. Yeah, he was very know? charismatic. Yeah, people loved him. Just yes. the females yeah. loved him. Here's a promise about this podcast. You will learn something you didn't know from every episode. So buckle up and check out the Backstory Podcast, featured in Apple Podcasts' new and noteworthy section. Check out a few episodes, leave a comment, and a rating. Follow us on Twitter and Facebook at BackstoryPCC and on Instagram at GetTheBackstory. The Backstory Podcast is a Pod is Good production. We are facing an unprecedented food insecurity crisis right now. Please donate to your local food bank and help those who need it the most. Log on to GetTheBackstory.com and get the Backstory Podcast exclusive crossword tee. Celebrate all the great interviews and information on one t-shirt. Every shirt sold will provide 30 meals to families in need with a donation to Feeding America.